0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa
1: أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله. أشهد أن محمد
0: سال الله. أشهد أن محمد رسول الله.
1: Salah, sort Allah, of...
0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور يمنفسنا من سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يُضِلِّ فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمد عبدهُ ورسوله أرسل الله تعالى باللق بشيرا ونذيرا دعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يسلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز ان كتاب الله محمد الله عليه وسلم وشر respected brothers sisters elders This is the seventh in the series of Khutab on the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we talk about the final and the most fundamental right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what distinguishes us from others. It is our hallmark, it is our signature, it is our identity, it is our differentiator, it is our face. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared this about us. billahi minash <imitation> rajim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <imitation> النَّاسِ مَنْ مِنْ اللَّهِ أَنْدَادًا يُحِبُّونَهُمْ كَحُبِّ اللَّهِ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَشَدُّ لِلَّهِ وَلَوْ which means in Surah Al-Baqarah Allah said And of mankind are those who take for worship others Besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as rivals to Allah They love them as they love Allah But those who believe آمَنُوا Love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala More than anyone or anything else Just reflect on this This is not my claim or your claim This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Himself speaking And mentioning us Proudly in a way that suits His majesty and grace this is Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala saying My people love me only and they don't and they don't just love me like anybody else they love me more than anyone and anything else This is the essence of being muslim the connection between Allah and us Between the Rabb and his Abd There is no one in this connection Just the two The Rabb and the Abd What the Rabb says, the Abd does What the Rabb says, the Abd obeys Without question سمعنا و And what the apt asks, the Rabb gives. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned. Rabbih wa Allah <laughs> subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned la nufarriqu bayna ahadin mir rusuli wa qalu sami'na wa ata'na ghufranaka rabbana wa ilayka al-masir sami'na wa ata'na we hear and we obey no argument no explanations no questions ya rab you tell me i do and for this what did he say, Jalla سل... Jalaluhu? جل عُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ Ask me and I will give you. عُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ وَإِذَا سَالَكَ عِبَادِ anni فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّعِ إِذَا دَعْ When my slave asks about me, I am close to him. Let him ask me, I will give. My brothers and sisters, the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not discretionary, it's not a matter of choice. It is an integral part of the faith of Iman without which we cannot call ourselves Muslim. The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala requires us to love what Allah loves and to dislike what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes. And to further demonstrate that love and give evidence of it in following the Quran and the Sunnah. And that is the secret of success in this world and the next. And really this should not need any persuasion for any Muslim. The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates the sweetness of faith. The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to follow the blessed Sunnah of Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu alaihi wa, wa sallam When we love someone We are eager to please them The same logic in this case Anas ibn Malik Radhi allahu anhu said That Rasulullah Sallallahu alaihi wa said Whoever has three traits Within himself Whoever has Three traits Within himself Will find the sweetness of faith One First one, he loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa more than anyone or anything else. The second one, he loves somebody else, another person for the sake of Allah alone. And three, he hates to turn back to disbelief after Allah has shown him the way just as he would hate to be thrown into the fire. And this is a muttafaqun alayhi hadith, sahih hadith in Bukhari Muslim. Let us reflect on this and seek within ourselves to see if we have these three traits, inshallah. My brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you that there are only two reasons why we disobey Allah. Only two reasons. It's either because our desires are stronger than our love for Allah, or our desire to please others is stronger than our desire to please Allah every conceivable disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can be classified into these two categories. We disobey because I want to do something, Allah wants me to do something else, I will, uh, what I want to do is more beloved to me. Or, I am with this group of people, I am with whoever it is, my friend and, and so and I need to please them. I am looking to become close to them. And it so happens that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala requires something else, but that's inconvenient, so I leave what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants and I follow what my friends want both of these I remind myself and you that both of these are indicators of the weakness of Iman and the weakness of the belief in the Akhirah because if we believe that we will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if we believe that every single person on the face of the earth is going to be dead what does it matter what they like, they don't like they, they approve, they don't approve how can they affect you in any way? They don't control your risk, they don't control Izzah, they don't control zillat, their popularity has no meaning, their being unpopular with them has no meaning. So why do they matter? The only one who matters is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla Jalla. We are good to people because this pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm not saying be nasty to people, no. The reason why we are good to people We are not good to people Because we want to be popular with them We are good to people Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ordered us to be good to people To please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Abu Hurair Says Reports from Allah subhanahu The famous hadith which all of us know He said when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Loves a slave He calls Jibril alayhi salam And says Verily I love so and so Allah names that person And so you also love him And then Jibreel loves him and makes an announcement in the heavens saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves so and so and you meaning the inhabitants of the heavens should also love him. And thus the dwellers of the heavens love that person and this person is honored on the earth. And the opposite of that has also been stated who somebody Allah dislikes and what happens to them. For anyone with any doubts with regard to the obligation and the obligatory nature of the love of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala mentioned this very clearly in the famous ayat of surah tauba Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala said a'udhu billahi minash qul wa wa ikhwanukum wa wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said which means say to them Yo Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say to the people if your parents, your fathers if your sons, sons and daughters, children if your brothers, brothers, sisters, siblings if your wives, wives, husbands, spouses if your kindred, your extended family if the wealth that you earn and which you have gained, if the commerce, your businesses in which you fear a decline And the dwellings, your houses and homes and palaces which in which you take delight If these are dearer to you, if they are more beloved to you Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Then his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam And then striving hard in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then go and wait for the punishment of Allah And Allah does not guide People who are al-fasiqoon Who are rebellious and disobedient The important thing to note in this ayah is That the things we love Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listed here Are all permissible things There's nothing Haram in this They're all permissible And they're all admirable Some of them like Love for parents Maintaining ties of the raham blood ties earning halal and so on are obligatory and if you do that allah will reward us despite that when they are juxtaposed when they are opposed face to face when we must make a choice between love for them and the love for allah subhanahu wa taala and muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the love for working and striving in the path of allah subhanahu wa taala not only did allah subhanahu wa ta'ala order us to give precedence to the love of allah and his messenger and jihad fi sabilillah but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says if you do not do that allah rejects you and allah will punish you and allah further says that those are rebellious people allah will not guide them and therefore the love of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are critical and if we do not have this or if it is weak then this is a serious sickness of the heart and we need to repair this deficiency aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa lisa'ilil muslimin fastaghfiruh innahu huwal ghafurur rahim الحمد لله رب العالمين وسلام و على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد الرسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرة فما بعده Allah تعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما الله صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ali محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى ali إبراهيم إن كهمند المجيل Allahumma barik ala wa ala ali muhammad kama barakta ala ibrahim wa ala ala ibrahim my brothers sisters elders let us see how we can kindle and grow the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our hearts until it completely illuminates every part of it and permeates every aspect of our lives with its light this is the light that will illuminate our graves and be our guide on the day of judgment. And inshallah, lead us to Jannah. Love is the result of gratitude. Let us see what we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. It begins with our existence itself. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked this rhetorical question. كيف تكفرون بالله؟
1: how
0: can you deny Allah? How can you disbelieve in Allah? How is it even possible? Kayfa takfurun. How can you do that? How is it even possible? When seeing that you were dead and Allah gave you life. And then He will give you death. And then again He will bring you back to life. And then to Him is your return. And that is the reason to live thoughtfully. That is the reason for Muraqaba. For reflection. That is the reason to take some time out for ourselves and not get stuck in this frenetic madness that we live. There is no peace. There is no silence in our lives. It's just continuous bombardment from all sides. And all of that bombardment is self-created. Nobody forced it on us. Who paid for your TV? Who paid for your internet connection? Who paid for your smartphone? Who paid who who downloaded all those apps and chats and whatnot? Who energized all those notifications? Eh? So who are we complaining about? Who do you want to complain to? At least I am old enough to remember a time when we had none of this. We had no television. Didn't exist. People were smart, not false. You wanted, to chat, you wanted to chat to somebody you went to the house and talked to them face to face. So what's so bad about that life? And that's why we need to live thoughtfully. Because to live is not simply to breathe. A person in a coma is also breathing. He's not alive. Living is only with awareness. Without it we simply exist. Awareness brings understanding. Understanding inspires gratitude. Gratitude is the foundation of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted his blessings and said that we could not even count them. He gave you all that you asked in life. وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَظَلُومٌ kafar. He gave you all that you asked for. And if you count or try to count the blessings of Allah, you will never be able to do that. Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in Verily human being, man, إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ linsana, He is an extreme wrongdoer and a denial. My biggest challenge in writing this khutbah was to think about which blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to talk about. And I thought the best blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of His countless blessings is one which I consider to be the number one, the most important and that ...is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's promise to forgive us. His forgiveness is the number one blessing. Out of all the millions of blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us with. Because this comes out of His infinite mercy. His rahmah. The door of repentance is open always... ...for anyone who wants to turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said very clearly... (laughs) Aladina الَّذِينَ ala عَلَى أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا مِن رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ. الله say, O عبادي، my slaves who have transgressed against themselves by committing sins. Do not despair of the mercy of Allah. La min Verily Allah forgives all sins. Inna Allaha jami'a. rahim. Truly he is the Oft-forgiving and Most Merciful. What can we say and how can we thank Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala who not only promised forgiveness? But reiterated it three times in this ayah And ordered us never to despair To add to that How can we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Who told us how generously he rewards من عمل صالحا من ذكرنا هنسا وهو مؤمن وهو مؤمن فلنحيانه wa طيبا ولنجزيانهم وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّهُمْ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Allah said, whoever does good deeds, whether male or female, while he or she is a mu'min, is a believer, verily to him, we will good, we will give them a beautiful good life in this world. Beautiful life in this world. And we shall pay them certainly in reward, in proportion to the best of what they used to do, in general. Eh? Think about this. If Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala pays us according to what we did, so I did something which is ten percent good, I get ten percent reward. Another thing which is one percent good, I get one percent reward. There is maybe in my whole life there is one thing which was hundred percent good. I get hundred percent reward for that one thing. This would be justice. Eh? This will be justice. You can, I can't complain about that. What is Allah saying here? Allah is saying, I will reward them for all the good that they did, according to the best of that. So if I can continue to do good, one thing I did which is 100%, I will, inshallah, get a 100% reward for the 10% thing and the 1% thing and the 20% thing and everything according to that 100% reward. Eh? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant this to us insha'Allah And then how can you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Who said this Except those who repent and believe and do righteous deeds For those Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Will convert their sins into good deeds And Allah is all forgiving most merciful If we committed a whole bunch of sins Then if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala simply wiped it out And we had a blank sheet Believe me we would, have, we would thank Allah for this but, Alhamdulillah There is no incriminating evidence It has been wiped out But Allah says no No blank sheets all those sins will be forgiven. And if there were a hundred thousand sins, you will be given a hundred thousand good deeds. Huh? Ajeeb. Truly there is no boundary to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and forgiveness. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed us about somebody who he called his niyam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned many of his blessings in the Qur'an, so many blessings in the Surah, in the Quran. In the Including the Nuzul of the Quran itself But out of all those And all these are ni'mat I mean there is no denying that these are ni'mat These are blessings But out of all of those There is one Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called His ni'mah لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ But really Allah sent his ni'mah on the believers. لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِّنَ أَنفُسِهِمْ يَتُلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَإِن كَانُوا مِن قَبْلُ لَفِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ. Right? indeed. سلّم <laughs> على النبي. اللهم صلّي على سيدنا محمد. Kamal Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah says, "Indeed, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala conferred a great favor and ni'mah on the believers when He sent among them a messenger, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, from among themselves." Double blessing One that he sent a messenger And second that the messenger Is from amongst you To do what? To recite to them What is revealed to him The ayat of Allah And to purify them and to instruct them in the book, the Kitab, and, and, and his Hikmah, in the application of that, which is a Sunnah. And then Allah reiterated and Allah said, before this, they were in manifest error. They were misguided. Inshallah, we'll talk about this more when I speak to you about the rights of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on us. But let us simply reflect on how we consider the only one that Allah called his name. I remind myself when you that to express our thanks to allah subhanahu wa taala for his mercy and blessing is to follow the blessed sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and when we do that see what happens when we follow the sunnah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam what happens allah subhanahu wa taala said qul in kuntum tuhibbun allah fattabi'uuni yuhibbukum allah wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum wallahu ghafurur rahim we are talking about we loving Allah. Allah said if you follow my Habib Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you follow and make the ittiba, if you emulate my Khalil Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then I will love you. Allah said say to them ya Muhammad sallallahu wa sallam, If you really love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then emulate me, follow me. ittiba, make my ittiba, and Allah will love you and forgive your sins. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is most forgiving and most merciful. Inshallah, the reason why Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala used the word ittiba, the significance of that, how it is different from itat, and so on and so forth, all of this we will look at inshallah when we talk about the rights of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, rights of Rasulullah sallallahu wa Sallam on us. I ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala Jalla Jalaluhu to bless you and be pleased with you. And I want to end with one thing from the great Shaykh Sa'di Shirazi, rahmat, rahmatullah alaih, because this shows the benefit of loving Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Shaykh Sa'di said, this is in Farsi. He said, Kar saze ma ba fikre kharima, Kar saze ma ba fikre karima. He said, which means my creator, my karsas, the one who does and creates and, and solves my affairs and takes care of them. He is busy in taking care of my affairs. So, my worrying about my matters is only an unnecessary pain. Ibn al Khaim al Jodhar, he said, If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lifted the veil, the curtain for his slave and if he had shown him how he handles his affairs for him and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is keener, more keen for the benefit of the slave than the slave is for himself, the heart of the slave would have melted out of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and would have been torn to pieces out of thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so Ibn al qayyim says then, therefore, if the pain of this world, if the pains and trials and tribulations and difficulties of this world tire you, don't grieve. Don't be sad. For it may be that Allah wishes to hear your voice by way of dua. So he says to pour, so he says, so pour out your desires and your problems in sujood and forget about them. And know that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forget. As I'm talking to you here, as you know, there is a war going on in in Ukraine. Ukraine has been invaded by Russia. All invasions are illegal. All invasions are haram. We pray for the safety of the people of Ukraine. We pray pray and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... To save them from the aggressors, their men, their women, their children, their homes, their businesses, their families, their cities. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be, to help them, to protect them and to guide them to him, Jalla Jalalu. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help them from ways that they cannot imagine, where they can see the khudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the help that is coming to them, inshaAllah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to destroy all oppressors wherever they might be on the face of the earth. And to enable justice and haq and, and to, to prevail and to remove all the batil from wherever it is there is, there is batil in the dunya. رَبَّنَا yeah. ذُنُوبَنَا الرحيم الله إن الله حيأمر بالعدل والإحسان ويجتاز القربة وينحاني الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي لعلكم تذكرون أذكر الله يذكركم عدو لكم ولا الله أكبر والله يعلم ما